You are a snake, and you are a shrew. She'd take great offense at that if it weren't so damnable true. Your client is not getting Doodle. He bought and paid for Doodle. As a gift for Jasmine, and her name is all over the ownership papers. Jasmine stated unequivocally that she'd have preferred jewelry. They separated long enough to sidestep the sea of reporters camping out at the courthouse to cover the sensational trial of mob boss Carmine Boom Boom Carbone, so nicknamed because of his penchant for blowing up his enemies with homemade bombs. Once past the chaos outside the doors to courtroom one, they resumed. Jasmine changed her mind, she said. She now loves Doodle, and she's not giving him up. For crying out loud, he's already agreed to give her the house in Palm Beach and the cabin in Maine. She deserves those, and more. Your client wouldn't have two nickels to rub together if it weren't for her father's investment in his stupid widget company. That stupid widget company is now a multi-billion dollar venture because of my client's business savvy. Because of my client's father's influence. Good lord, he muttered, rubbing the back of his neck. Of all the courthouses in all the towns in all the world, you had to walk into mine. Why can't you stick to tax law? He snorted. Oh, right. Your client is also your cousin. Second cousin, which is completely irrelevant. True. What's relevant is that your relative is being completely unreasonable. She faced the snake and opened her mouth to retort when an explosion erupted behind her. Something struck the side of her head and flung her into him. Her last conscious thought was that the universe was playing some sick joke on her if it had in mind for her to die in this snake's arms. Chapter 1 Paige Hart awoke to discover her brain was exploding, or imploding, or something else scientific that accounted for the persistent hammer blows behind her eyelids, at her temples, and at the base of her skull. She knew right away that visual stimulation would be too much to bear at the moment, so she kept her eyes squeezed shut, but slowly she allowed other details to seep in. She was in a bed. That was good. Better than a coffin, for sure. Well, maybe not, considering there was major drilling going on in her gray matter. Paige let her hand slide beneath the body-warmed cotton sheet. She encountered more cotton covering her torso, which told her that she wasn't home waking up from a horrible nightmare that had pounded through her head like a wrecking ball. At home, she always slept in the nude. So, someone had dressed her in a cotton nightgown and placed her in a foreign bed. Yes, this certainly wasn't her own bed. It was too hard and the pillow too flat, and she never used cotton sheets anyway. Flannel in winter, satin in summer. Okay, woman, she murmured. Get a grip. Who are you, where are you, and why are you wherever you are? Her olfactory senses kicked in. Disinfectant and something else, a sickly sweet scent. Okay, the where is obvious. You're in a hospital. That thought alarmed her enough to send her fingers groping over her body, taking inventory. At the same time she wiggled her toes and lifted her legs. The actions managed to make her head pound all the harder, but at least she was assured that all her limbs seemed to be intact. She wasn't hooked to any life-sustaining equipment that she could hear or feel. No beeping. No sense of anything poked under her derma. She took a deep breath, her eyes still shut against what she knew would be agonizing light. Your name is Paige Hart. You're 32 years old, single, thank God. 
Your parents are William and Leela Hart, currently of Macon. You have six brothers, two sisters, and way too many aunts, uncles, and cousins. At the thought of her huge extended family, she groaned, because that reminded her of more things about herself, like the fact that she was an attorney, and from the moment she'd passed the Georgia bar exam eight years ago, one after another of those relatives had paraded through her office with a variety of legal problems they wanted Paige to handle. It didn't matter that she was a tax attorney. That didn't prevent Aunt Lulu from marching Paige's cousin Dwayne into her office after he was picked up for vandalizing a bridge by spray-painting Jump Here on the side of it. Nor did it matter to her cousin Bonnie that Paige wasn't trained to handle sexual harassment suits, and it didn't stop the majority of her next of, and not so next of kin, from naming her the executor of their various wills. The most bizarre case had been when Jerry, her first cousin once removed,